Hi there, welcome back to Talkin' Tankless. I'm Andrew from the marketing team, and today I've got Will from the product training team with me. On this episode, we'll be talking to one of the sales team members here at Noritz and get his perspective on selling tankless. All right, so today we've got James. Welcome, James. Um, first hey, off, you do you go by Jim or James? Jim. Jim. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll go with Jim for the rest of this episode. Um, <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, how long have you been with Norts now? Uh, I'm coming up on my second year right now. Okay, second year. That's that's pretty good. I I, I like the fact that you're um, still considered like a fresh face in the company. But you've been here long enough to have kind of gained an understanding of what's going on, how, you know, tankless. Um, And you bring a different perspective versus some of our veteran sales team members who have been here like 10 plus years. Um, They're kind of on autopilot, I guess, at this point, because they've they've been here so long. Mm -hmm. It's most of their career. So um, I like that for you, you know, um, you can kind of still be real about um, learning about tankless. Still and, hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I like that perspective that um, that you're bringing here. Thank you. Um, so you're out you're out in the field um, a lot. I've I'm in the office. Uh, well, I've been at home most of the time, but I I'm not out in the field, so I don't get to see what goes on day to day, sort of in the trenches. Um, so I'm I'm really interested in kind of getting that perspective from you, um, and hearing about your interactions with either, you know, um, our partners at wholesalers or contractors, because I don't usually get that one, one-on-one or face-to-face conversation with, um, the contractors, sure. the installers. So, um, yeah, I, I guess to start off, one of the, my questions is, um, how often do you talk to say, um, plumbers or installers and, and whatnot? Uh, every day I'm either out there in the field most of the time trying to engage with them or contact them one way or another. Um, but I would say it's, um, try to contact plumbers. Maybe it's like, it's kind of a 60, 40, maybe 70, 30 type split. I mean, obviously you need the plumbers going in there asking for your heater, but the guys at the counter have to be excited and informed as well about what your product does that your competition doesn't, um, so that they can feel, you know, comfortable selling it. Because if they offer something that, um, that is not good or doesn't work, then it falls back on them. So that's why they love Nortz because it's one of the best. So my assumption is those guys at the counter, since they, they work in it, they sell it. They're, they're probably a little bit more familiar with the offerings of water heating with tankless as well. Right. Yes. But contractors are on, on their other hand, like plumbers, um, do you feel like a lot of them actually know tankless or they, you know, there's still a lot of road to cover there. I feel most of them do know tankless. Most of them know about tankless. You will find a few of the older plumbers that still, they know about tankless, but they don't, they don't want to learn new stuff and mm-hmm. they're comfortable putting in a tank and it's always worked for them. Um, so, you know, they're not interested in learning anything new at this point. But uh, the younger plumbers realize the benefit of tankless and um, 
and, and that's the way they want to go. They also realize that there's, there's more money in tankless and it's, uh, and, and it's because there's more benefit for the homeowner, you know, so it's not like they're paying more to get it. They're actually saving more if they pay more. So, right. so the ones that are hesitant, um, what do you feel like some of those roadblocks are, or, or initially maybe someone that doesn't know quite as much about tankless, like what are their, what are some of those questions that you're getting? Well, some of them, you know, they're just uh, stuck in their ways or, I mean, obviously like any, any new product, there's going to be a hurdle. So they may have jumped into it back in the day when mm -hmm. there was a lot more challenges, when tanklesses are not as efficient as they are right now. And they did have a lot of problems. So, you know, with grumpy older people, it only takes, you know, you messing with them one time and then they don't want to touch it again. So that's, you know, the challenge that we have to get over is, is, you know, letting, helping them to understand that, you know, things have evolved and, and things are better. We're, we're using stainless steel now, we're adding pumps to them and, uh, and they're 97% efficient as opposed to your tank that's out there just burning gas and wasting gas all day. What are the, um, usual questions? I, I guess that, you know, when you first initially approach someone about this and, um, they kind of come back with questions? Uh, the normal questions are usually, um, about venting and, you know, which heater, you know, how do I know how to size it properly? Um, it, uh, there's always the large concern about, uh, the gas, you know, uh, because previously you had to upsize your gas line and that really made it unaffordable to install a tankless water heater. But nowadays with, with innovation and technology, we're able to use the existing half inch gas line in most cases. And, and when you, uh, inform the plumber about that, you can see their eyes open up because now they can see the dollars that come with, with tankless with, uh, less, just as much or less work than putting in a tank at this point. So that was always the challenges. They were big, bulky, heavy, and, and it required two people to get it up on the wall. But you know, with our technology now, you can you can do a tank with the tankless with one person. So, yeah, I think to add to that, prior to condensing technology, where you could use plastic venting, PVC, CPVC, polypropylene, mm -hmm. um, the mid efficiency units where you had to use stainless steel category yeah. three venting. Yeah, depending on how long the vent run is, that could the venting alone could have almost cost as much as a tank. That's correct. Heater. So yeah. I think that's what helped or caused a lot of people to shy away from tankless 15 or so years ago. But now that we have this high efficiency condensing, you can use very inexpensive venting, uh, things like that, that tankless is on more people's radars because yes. it's not nearly as expensive or um, cumbersome to install as it used to be, especially with our easy series. You know, no. with a lot of people, it's not even about the money either. It's about the carbon footprint that we leave. And uh, tankless water heaters are now up to 97% efficiency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you add the pump, if you set it up the right way, now you're not wasting any water either. You know, so it is, it's a better way to go. Yeah, the, the not pouring water down the drain, especially here especially in, in California, California. Yeah. or in maybe some of our neighboring states, you know, Arizona, Nevada, Yep. Um, the, the fact that you're not dumping down, uh, maybe even a gallon of water waiting for hot water anymore is, uh, is crucial. It's a big know? deal. Yeah. Is there a certain feature or benefit 
that you, you seem like when you mention it, that's usually what gives them that push or that catches their attention. They're like, oh, maybe I will try tankless. Well, a lot of plumbers, you know, they're plumbers and they're not salesmen, you know, yeah, so that's right. uh, it's getting them to be able to, they know all about tankless and they know all about tank, but at the end of the day, they just want to go out there and they want to do their job. And the homeowner doesn't know the difference between tank and tankless. So if the plumber doesn't know how to accurately explain that to them and show the homeowner where the tangible benefit is, the homeowner just wants hot water. Yeah. So the plumber need, it's the plumber's job to explain to them why they're going to spend a little bit more to get it and why it's worth it. Because, um, you know, tank, uh, once we, uh, explain the warranty situations with them and how, you know, you have three times, two to three times a better warranty with the tankless than you with the tank. So you're going to put two or three more tanks in that when you're only going to need to put in one tankless and you can see their eyes open because now we've closed that price gap and we're actually saving them money over the life of the tankless unit. And that's when plumbers really start to open their eyes and they want to hear more about it. And then we start showing them, I mean, when you've got a family of four, you're saving $174 a year. They all just want to know about how much we're going to save because it all comes down to dollars. So they have to be able to explain that to the homeowner um, and why you see 95% of the homes being built on the side of the freeway are going tankless. It's because of that savings in gas and that savings in water. I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually why we started or why we're having that topic of selling tankless is because like you just said, plumbers, you know, they're good at their craft, but they're not, they're also expected to sell yes. and to, you know, be able to know all these products, all these different types of tankless, all these, you know, all these options. And then at the end of the day, still be able to, you know, sell that to consumers. And that's a very rare type of individual that is, you know, someone who can go out there and be hands-on and also talk to people. You usually don't get that combination of personalities. So the plumber just wants to go out there and yeah, your tank is broke. Do you want another tank? You can go tankless. And that's not how, I mean, that's just not how you do it. You have to let them know why they're spending more money and, and why it's worth it and how they're not actually spending money. They're investing in, in savings because over the life of, of a tankless water heater, you could save over $10,000. So if you were to give plumbers some tips on selling tankless, like what are your usual kind of boxes that you take off? So I usually like them to make the homeowner aware because they all drive down the freeway. They all see all the new construction going on. And I just make them uh, aware or make the homeowner aware that all that new construction, 95% of it is tankless. And then explain to them why it goes tankless because it's more efficient, it saves money on gas, and it saves water. Um, you know, I, I have them remind the homeowner that their tank is sitting there burning gas all day whether they use it or not. And a tankless water heater only burns gas when you need hot water and you open up your faucet. So the homeowner's not thinking about that. So it's, it's, if you are talking to someone who's environmentally conscious, uh, it's going to open their eyes. And at that point, it's not just about money to them. It's about, you know, the future of our planet and it's about, you know, um, stuff like that. Yeah. That's one of the things. And I, I kind of oversimplify it, but one of the things when someone asks me about tankless that I usually say, um, that kind of opens their eyes is, uh, it's like keeping your stove on all day, yeah. like just burning yeah. that pilot light waiting for you to use hot water. Yeah. And I, usually they're like, Whoa, that's, 
I never thought about it that way. Yeah, that kind of just pulled your car into the driveway and just left it running in your garage yeah. till you're ready to drive it the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very similar. I mean, it's just, it's not efficient and not to mention, I mean, all the dirt and grime and scaling that that water is just sitting in when nobody's using it. And then you're getting up and you're, you're taking a shower in that the next day. It's uh, it's gross if you actually think about it because you wouldn't drink that water. You know, so why would you want to shower in it? That's usually my next thing is I tell people to go on Google and type in like, uh, like inside of a, a tank heater. <laughs> yeah. And that'll probably, that'll usually gross them out pretty good. Yeah. That, there's some, some really, uh, opening videos on YouTube when yeah. people cut open a tank heater and it doesn't even have to be like a 15, 20 year old tank. No. It could be a five year old tank in an area with, you know, hard water and it, it's, disgusting what you can find in it's, there. it's not it's not pretty no yeah. it's it's pretty gross and you know so with the tankless yeah i mean you could even fill up the water that you're going to boil with hot water at that point you know you can i would never boil water starting hot from you know from my tank on that note of efficiency though mm-hmm. um what has kind of um come up recently at least in in socal is the rebates that come mm. with it. Yes. Um, so Makes usually, our job easier. yeah. Um, the, so SoCal gas rebates, what, what is that usually for tankless? Uh, I remember when I started, it was 200, 400 and yeah. 600 and they have continually increased it. Um, because I believe SoCal gas even sees the benefit of getting people to go tankless. I mean, as much as they want to sell gas, they, they care about the planet too, and they don't want to waste it. You know, it's, um, so starting at that baseline, right? You said like 200, 300, 600. What was it last year? Uh, last year it was up to, I believe after uh, September, it went up to $1,500 $1, for, and only us and one other company have figured out how to make a heater efficient enough to qualify for that 1500. So exactly. And that's, as long as I've been here, I've been here maybe seven, seven, eight years now. I've never seen it that high. Yeah, I've I've never seen it that it keeps it keeps going up. It did go down a little bit uh, this year, um, but it usually goes down at the beginning of the year, and then sometime around July they increase it to because they they get a better gauge of how much money they have left in the program, and then they you know they obviously want to spend that money before the end of the year, and I definitely think homeowners should be taking advantage of it, especially this year because. With everything that's happened in 2020, we're just not sure if these programs are going to continue much longer to to help homeowners. There's just there might not be funding there for it next year. Right. And I don't know if this is how this this works. This is just a guess from my end, an educated guess. But that's almost from my perspective, the utility companies signaling where they want um, consumers to go. They're like, hey, we want you to install. Uh, more energy efficient appliances in your home. Yeah. Um, and you see that in similar states such as Florida, they're electric heavy. Yeah. So they want people off the grid. Yeah. So there's higher rebates in in areas like Florida um, to kind of incentivize people. And um, if you're not in SoCal or you're in other states, you can go to www.norts.com slash rebates, type in your zip code, and you'll be able to see like qualifying rebates. Um, well, there's also a federal tax credit as well of $300. Exactly. Or so up to $300. you can stack that on top of that local. It's almost rebate. a free heater. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So you just pay, pay for labor at that point. So I got to be careful because when I go down south and start talking about this, they don't have that benefit. And they're like, wait a minute, what rebate? And oh, you're not on SoCal Gas. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but your neighbor across the street just saved $1,500. Exactly. <laughs> so going back to um, selling tankless, that is a selling point. Absolutely. That's almost some places that it, it, you know, depending on who you get to install your tankless for you, I mean, that could be almost half of the cost of your installation right there. It's basically a free tankless in some cases that you're just got to pay someone to install it. Yeah. And I'm glad you, you say that because that's sort of maybe how they should approach it. You know, maybe you give them that quote and then you see the sticker shock and then you explain, hey, but wait, we've got some rebates, either, you know, local um, gas or utility rebates. And and then you've got um, federal tax credit on top of that. So you're just essentially just paying for me to install it for you. Um, if you're not even mentioning the, the gas and savings. I mean, it, it, the more people you have in your house using water or taking showers, the more money you save by going tankless. I believe they've done the math and... It's an average family of four will save you about $174 a year just by switching to tankless. Yeah. And, you know, that the rebates can kind of start the conversation of the benefits and you can go on to the convenience of endless hot water. Endless you hot know, water. If you do have a large family, you don't have to try to schedule your showers or things like that in the morning because tankless is going to provide hot water on demand yep. for as long as you need it. Yep. Um, other things, you know, reclaiming space, especially if your, your tank was installed indoors, maybe in your garage or something, and you're in a warm climate, put your tankless outdoors. And now you have zero footprint inside your home dedicated to your water heating. It's outdoors. Yep. So there's, you can start the conversation off by the, the rebates and then just pile on more additional benefits of going tankless. I would think it comes even more, you touched on, you know, running out of water and that mm -hmm. kind of hits a real soft spot with me because I'm from Philadelphia and I remember running out of hot water plenty of times. Mm -hmm. If you were the last person in a family of four to get in there, you were taking a cold shower and, and at the worst out here in Southern California, a 60 degree shower isn't the end of the world. <laughs> But when you're taking a 30 degree shower <laughs> back in, oh, yeah. in, the, in the winter time, in the winter time, it is terrible. <laughs> so to have endless hot water, you never have to worry about that. Take mm -hmm. um, is really good for because you brought that subject up for like vacation rentals. Yeah, because I've, I've gone with like large groups before to like a ski trip or something yeah. like that. And, and um, I had to take a cold shower in Mammoth just two weeks ago. Exactly. <laughs> and not happy. Mm -hmm. not happy, still yeah. upset about it as you can. Yeah. <laughs> now, a couple of years ago, um, I left in my card on the counter. For the tank list before I left. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, I went with, uh, several friends to celebrate a birthday on Catalina. And so they, they rented an actual house there for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I went out and sure enough, they had one of our, like, uh, NR nine, eight, you know, units out there. So nice when you see <laughs> I got to tell my random. friends like, you know, it was like, probably seven or eight of us there. And I was like, good news guys. We don't have to worry about showering. You know, I was trying to, <laughs> uh, you know, deal with who's going to shower in hot water because we got a tankless here. We can just back to back shower. So it's, it's kind of cool, uh, to see it. And then also, um, one of the, the, uh, strangely enough, the friend that we were celebrating his birthday, um, just a couple of years ago, I helped him get an easy unit for his home oh, in nice. Whittier and you know, he loves it. So, uh, yeah. I remember it was pretty exciting. I remember when uh, 
all this coronavirus stuff first started and we were all grounded and at home. And uh, I think it was one of the first uh, Saturday Night Live episodes. And um, who was it? It was uh, Adam Sandler was in his garage and you could see in the background he had two Nord's heaters hooked up mm -hmm. in his garage. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, every now and then you you know you come across one and you see it and it's 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 funny. I guess it's you know because we work for the company, it's mm -hmm. exciting you know when you see your product in random places. Yeah. So have any of you guys seen any interesting use cases for our tankless water heaters, kind of out in the wild um, that you want to talk about? I have actually saw. I, I thought it was really cool when I saw it too. I have a couple of accounts up in uh, Paso Robles, um, you know wine country and they got a lot of vineyards out there and they actually took some of our commercial units, our outdoor models. And what they did was they mounted it to a mobile cart with a high pressure washer and a propane tank. So all they needed to really do was hook up a hose to the, um, you know, to the water supply for the tankless. And they had a mobile cleaning station where they could clean out their vats and, and, you know, uh, pressure wash their decks, whatever they wanted to use it for. They had mobile hot water on demand anywhere on their vineyard. And I thought that was pretty cool because they actually designed a product out of it and they, they took it to market and they, they put up built uh, or made up flyers and things like that. And they were selling these things in the supply houses, prefabricated already on carts with pressure washers and tanks. And, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty genius. Because it's uh, not something you could do with a tank. It's, it's, you know, it's only something you could do with a tankless. Exactly. Yeah, another one that I've found is, and maybe this is just me, but maybe to other people in the industry, it's not too crazy, but uh, car washes. Like, actually, those where you do-it-yourself car washes yeah. where, um, you know, they actually heat the water that you're using to wash your car. And I never really thought about that until... Uh, years ago, I lived in Washington state for literally two months and I took my car to a, a pay and spray car wash and the water was hot. And I was like, I've never experienced a car wash with hot water before, but it kind of makes sense. Like that's, we wash stuff with hot water. Why are we not also washing our cars with hot water also? And so, and then now of course being with Nortz for 11 years and having heard people use our a rack of our commercial heaters to heat the water at a car wash. Like it makes sense. I experienced that many years ago and it's actually pretty cool. All right. So, so far we've talked about uh, energy efficiency, uh, rebates uh, and endless hot water. Um, another point, a selling point that I want to bring up is space savings. Mm. Um, uh, how I usually like to illustrate it to people is a tankless water heater is about the size of, carry on luggage. Sure. Um, and that's cause usually when you come up to a homeowner, you tell, Oh, you're, you'll save some space. They'll, they'll be like, well, how, you know, how much space are we saving here? I can actually attest to that myself because I recently, uh, in December, rip, I know I've been here for a year and a half and I just replaced my tank with the tankless, but it was still working. So it wasn't ready to go. So I did replace it with one of our new NRCR units with built in pump. And I used to have my tank in the uh, back wall of my garage, right in the center of my garage. Well, because of that, it made it nearly impossible to pull my truck in because you have to be on one side or the other of that big uh, base that my tank sits on. And if I was on the left side, I couldn't open my car door to get out because I have cabinets <laughs> over there. And I have stuff 
on the right side of my garage, so I can't pull in over there. So my garage was basically, half of it was basically useless. I couldn't pull in until we put our tankless in. Now I can pull all the way in my garage and I feel safer because before I could do that, anytime I had something in the back of my truck at night, like a heater that I was going to deliver the next day, I would have to lug that thing out of my truck and bring it into my garage and then hopefully remember that it's in my garage the next morning before I get halfway to San Diego and, uh, and have to turn around to go get that heater. <laughs> so it makes it a lot easier. Now I can just pull in my garage and I don't have to empty stuff out of my truck anymore at mm-hmm. night. There you go. And I, I think a lot of, um, at least Americans and Canadians don't realize this is because, um, land and space is a premium in some of these countries where, you know, Nords is based out of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why they've been using tankless, I don't know, since the or, or 60s, 70s guys. or something. Yeah. Rest, restaurants mm-hmm. are limited on space and code requires them to have a certain amount of linear footage of, of shelving. And because of that, you know, they don't have a lot of cases don't have room to put in a giant tank. So they're squeezing a tankless in there wherever they can. And, you know, that's why it's very, it's, it's super beneficial for a restaurant. One of the times that I've actually seen this firsthand was when I went to Hawaii to do a case study on a prison and they had these huge boilers Mm -hmm. in there. And, um, there's like a before picture and an after picture that I'll, I'll put in our show notes, um, if you want, uh, where it's. They got a whole the, new tier to house prisoners. Yeah, the, they got boilers <laughs> the boilers were taking up this maintenance. <laughs> it was like two huge boilers. And then the after picture is it takes up half of the room and they're just like commercial yep. racks with our heaters on it. Well, we did a holiday in up in Victorville and they had a 1.6 million BTU boiler on their sixth floor. And I mean, let's just talk about the installation of that thing. I mean, you got to rip the roof off. You got to, you got to get a crane you got to drop this thing in. And then uh, the reason we were called out is because that boiler burst on their sixth floor. So now to get rid of it, once again, you got to tear the roof off. You got to get a crane. But not just that. It was like a freaking flash flood down the hallway. I mean, there was water everywhere. They had to remodel the whole hotel because of that boiler. If anything was ever to happen to a tankless, it's just going to shut down. You got a couple drops of water on the floor, maybe, but you're not repairing your whole house mm-hmm. or, or business for that fact. If, if, you know, something goes wrong with your water pressure or it bursts. So that's another reason why I think, uh, commercial businesses like tankless, um, especially commercial tankless, um, with like a system controller is the redundancy. Yeah, absolutely. So one of them goes down, then the other the one, other one kicks in. Water. And then what I thought was super genius was the kind of modulating how it just like rotates so yes. that it there's even burn. I yes. thought that was that was amazing when I first learned it's about that. It's a huge selling feature for me because a lot of plumbers overthink it and they think, you know, oh, it's a big house. Let's put one over here and one over there. But that's not the way you want to do it because you wind up having one heater that's working a couple sinks and a washing machine. And then you got the other one getting its butt kicked, running all the showers. But if you put them together, they're going to work together and they're going to alternate. And if one ever needs more than 60% of the capacity load, the other one's going to kick on to share the load. And if one ever goes down, the other one's still delivering hot water to the whole business or residence. And in the case of a restaurant, if one, you know, if it needs to be serviced eventually. And if you're in a business and you need to service your heater, 
you have to do it before business hours or after business hours. You can't be without hot water during the day. So by having multiple units like that, you're able to service one while the rest of them gives hot water to your whole uh, operation or home or whatnot. Yeah, that redundancy is something that it's I used huge. to always bring up uh, when I on the phones to someone that um, was considering tankless for a business, even if it was a, a smaller business that realistically could have gotten by with a, you know, a single unit. Mm-hmm. Once I mentioned the fact that, especially for food business, food industry, oh, yes. once I mentioned the redundancy as- aspect, uh, I was surprised by how many people were like, I didn't actually think of that. Having two heaters, yeah, it's a little more expensive, but it affords you the ability to service either one of them at any time yep. without shutting down the business. And also if something happens to one of them, the business is not without hot water so they can stay open. And so that's a, I agree. That's a huge benefit of, you know, a pair of heaters, a pair of tankless. That's great. And if you actually look at the, um, at your supply house, at some of the cost of some of I mean, a lot of business owners think they want the biggest and baddest heater out there, but you can find that some of our smaller heaters, you can get two of them for the same price as one is, is as one of those bigger heaters. And you'll actually get more flow mm-hmm. and that redundancy at a, at a less price. Yep, exactly. And so that's, that's usually something I have to tell them because they're like, oh, I didn't really think of that. And then I mentioned that pretty much exactly what you said, the, the largest commercial unit we make, they don't, need that. And it is, uh, you know, a, a, f- a good cost or, a, you know, a fairly expensive heater, but you can get two heaters, get the same or a slightly more flow with that redundancy. That's just what we do as men. You know, we, we <laughs> see the biggest and most expensive mm-hmm. and it's gotta be the best. It's gotta be what we need, mm-hmm. but, but it's not always the case. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So I'll kind of wrap up here with, um, just a fun question. What, what's your favorite tankless water heater that we offer? I know everybody wants me to say the NRCR, but I think the easy, the easy TR 75 is probably my best heater because for the ease and simplicity of the way it gets installed, uh, the water connections are already on the top. You can still utilize your existing B vent. It all comes in one big bundle and it just makes it so simple. I mean, even a homeowner could do it himself. Um, I, I still think that that's, that's my favorite here because of the simplicity of it. What about you, Will? I, of course, the Easy Series from the the first one we released, the Easy TR40, which kind of, um, you know, introduced us to this whole easy replacement of a, a tank to a tankless. Uh, I think that's a great product line. The NRCR is also a great product, but I like the NRCB because it uh, gives you all of the benefits that our domestic hot water tankless units provide, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the ability to heat your home. And I know hydronic heating isn't so big out in our part of the, the country, but other parts, um, you know, it's a big part. But sure. it's pretty cool that in a unit that's physically the same size as any one of our other domestic hot water units, it does, it does both. And it has a not all, but a lot of the installation conveniences of the Easy Series, the high quality parts, the technology, that unit also gets up to um, water temperature very quickly. So I, I think that's a, um, 
if I had the ability to, I live in a condo, so I don't get to choose what my hot water source yeah, right. is. But um, when I eventually get to choose my source of heating and hot water, even here in California, I would love to go with a combination boiler like the NRCB. Yeah, I just, I, I think that would probably be one of mine too, other than the fact that I just, like you said, in this area, it's not something that we deal yeah. with as much. But if I was, if it was in front of me as much as the EZs and the NRCRs are, uh, it probably would be up there because you're right. You see more and more, uh, you go up towards, you know, places in the mountains in Mammoth and they use that to melt their snowpack mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an amazing feature. I mean, shoot, I used to have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning and shovel my parents out of the house so they can get to their car. If I had radiant heating, mm -hmm. I would never had to do that. I could sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I'll just jump in and say, you said uh, Easy TR75. Well, you said NRCB. I'm going to go with the Easy 111, which is um, just the heater by itself in the Easy TR um, pack. Um, and I say that one because uh, to me, it's kind of like the silver bullet when it comes to tankless. Because with that standalone heater, um, if you just have that on your truck, I feel like you could just fit that in, in so many different, mm -hmm. um, installation scenarios. You can go, you know, single vent, you can go direct vent, you can go, um, yep. with the, you, you can buy the flex kit separately if you want, you can go outdoor. So that's why I like that one because of the versatility. You can almost just have it in your truck as a, a backup heater and you can yeah. and install it qualifies it. for the thousand dollar rebate. There you go. Mm -hmm. No, you're absolutely right. It is a very well-rounded heater that can fit virtually any application or any installation application that you can think of indoors, outdoors, uh, flexible vent, single vent, direct vent. So yeah, it, it, it is a great all around unit. And then they upgraded the heat exchanger recently too. Mm -hmm. So it's even better now. Yeah. And then of course the 25 year heat exchanger warranty yep. on those. <laughs> exactly. That, that is a, a huge benefit. And, um, you know, Maintaining and taking care of your water heating appliance from tank tankless is very important, but um, also having 25 years backing that uh, is something that will reassure customers it's that they're making. Peace of mind. And exactly. Peace of mind, it's, it's easy to sell peace of mind to mm -hmm. a homeowner, yep. especially when their tank just went out. That's right. So just to recap, um, as we close out the show here, um, for selling tankless, Energy and efficiency is big. Space savings, uh, available rebates, um, endless hot water. And um, what's sort of a little bit more special about Nord's heaters is the warranty. Um, and with that said, uh, that's about it for this one. I'd like to thank you, Jim and Will, for being on this podcast and giving us a little more insight in the industry and what you do. Um, as always, our show notes and links are available at www.nordz.com slash podcast. Follow our socials at Instagram.com slash North America and YouTube.com slash North America. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.